Hey guys, how's it going everybody? My name is Wolfwimmer and ladies and gents, welcome back to the Max Company Podcast. This is episode number three. I gotta keep adjusting the chair seat because it keeps messing with me. So that's gonna be something that I'm probably gonna be messing with as I go through the podcast. Now, I wanna go on ahead and get into quite a few different things for today's podcast because a lot of you guys have been asking me a lot of different questions. I will also get to some comments as far as like responses for the first episode and discussions and so on and so forth. I will address some stuff from the second episode, the format of the podcast going forward. What am I going to really focus on? Because I feel like this thing is going to kind of evolve as we go on, considering this is episode number three. I know that I will be adjusting things as I continue to make more of these, but I also kind of have a rough idea of where I want the podcast to end up. Now, I want to go on ahead and hear from you guys at the end of the podcast. Please, please go on ahead and use the comment section down below here. And also you can go on ahead and of course on Instagram message me to let me know what you're thinking of the podcast. What things do you despise? What things do you think I should go on ahead and change and tweak and so on and so forth? You can use all of that and I would be more than happy to have a response uh, available for you guys, whether it be on a future episode of the podcast or even uh, just through whatever means you end up communicating through. So if it's YouTube comments, I'll respond to your comment and we will go from there. Now, again, I want to preface this. I'm not going to be responding to everybody just because that's A, unproductive, B, inefficient, and three, or C, I should probably continue with that lettering if that's how I started. I want to make sure that I am responding and engaging with comments that are not important, but stuff that is uh, interesting to discuss. Because like I said, this channel is not made for gaming and so on and so forth. So I don't want to have a thousand comments going like, hey, bro, are you going to play this? That's not the channel for this. If you want to ask me those types of questions, go to the Blitzwinger channel. You can leave all that stuff there. Now, outside of that, I wanted to first and foremost, thank you guys for the support on episode one. Sorry. I I thought the entire program just crashed. So that's the other thing is that I know a lot of people are going to get frustrated with me about several things um, for the podcast, especially the video form of the podcast, because I will be looking sometimes over to this screen and this screen. I have notes that I'm taking with a, a notebook. So that's where I've got different things written down and kind of what I need to get through on the episode. So that's why I'll be looking down sometimes. I want to preface that. Not that I'm like shying away from the camera or something like that. Although I do need to get better at on-camera stuff because uh, oddly enough, I don't really do a lot of on-camera things. So because of that, I feel like I need to do more of it. But in addition to that, every now and again, I need to look over to see like, hey, the podcast is still recording. The audio is still coming through because again, I don't have somebody else sitting here to like monitor all this. And hopefully eventually we'll get to the point where that's something that would be viable to have somebody responsible just for the technical end so that then I could fully, fully focus on the podcast without constantly distracting myself to check all the technical aspects and making sure that they are all operational. Because just right now, for example, I thought the whole thing just crashed. So luckily it did not. So let's carry on from here. So first of all, thank you guys so very much for the support on episode one and two. You guys have been tremendous. I super duper appreciate your support and your comments and reflections. Certain things that I know I personally did wrong on the first um, interview that I did with Jay Shockblast, which was episode number two. Like the thing that I noticed the most that I do is going like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I was watching it as I was editing. I was like, what are you doing? You are the most annoying human being. Stop doing that. 
I guess that's just a weird tendency as to try to tell the person that I am engaged in whatever it is that they are saying and that I'm listening and giving them a little bit of feedback because we're not sitting there in person. I'm trying to give them some sort of cues, whether it be audio or video, or in this case, I guess both to let them know that I'm listening and I'm following along, especially when I'd look down to jot something down or anything like that. I felt like I needed to make sure that I made myself available to them and made myself obviously uh, attentive to so that they knew that I'm listening. I'm still there. I just need to go on ahead and write something down that would be used for either show notes or something that I could then reference back whether I'm doing the intro or talking about that podcast or that episode in the future. So that was kind of the structure um, of that particular mistake. And that's why I made that mistake. And I do apologize about it. And it will be something that I will get better at. In fact, just before I recorded this, um, I did another episode of a podcast uh, interview, which will be the next one that you're seeing after this episode, and that's going to be with Ghost Robo, so I hope you guys will be excited to check that out. I was super duper stoked with the way that that one turned out. I think another thing that I need to balance better is to sometimes let um, silence do the talking, not be so afraid of just having silence, because it's something that I feel... Oftentimes, um, like, especially in, in this day and age on YouTube, you kind of like, you can't have a moment of silence. You have to jump in and immediately cut off the point uh, that someone else is trying to make so that you're not creating that lull in content. But since this is a long form piece of content anyway, I really do not need to be afraid of it as much. And having done some research, I haven't been watching a lot of people from like much more active interviewers like Howard Stern to Joe Rogan to lots of different, I guess, um, folks like Neil deGrasse Tyson and people like that. And when you listen to them, you realize like, oh, okay, there is a value to the pause. And more importantly, you're allowing your guests to then sometimes even fill that pause up with something that you might not be expecting or some important piece of information. So I really, really do like that that is... Um, something that I've already picked up on and something that I've already implemented, not perfectly, but certainly implemented in my second interview and will continue to do so with every single interview going forward. So from there, let me go on ahead and give shout outs to a few of you guys uh, in the actual comments of the last um, or the first episode, I guess, of the podcast. So I want to go on ahead and get through that. And then after that, we're going to discuss some housekeeping stuff as far as like the structure of the podcast. And I want to talk about what I think is the most important variable for being successful on YouTube. All right. So uh, first and foremost, Zingy Tunia5825 says, awesome. I support you with everything. Hope you continue. Uh, this is, it's a great, sorry. Hope you continue this, comma. It's a great idea. I love the podcast so far. Well, thank you so very much, Zingy. I do appreciate that a lot. A similar sentiment from uh, Afa Abedin, who says this podcast seems very interesting. You should definitely continue. Thank you very much. Pretty straightforward there. So I do appreciate that a lot. And uh, let's go on ahead. And uh, also, I guess, Infinity Gamer says that logo looks badass. That's what we're going for. So thank you, man. I appreciate that you're enjoying it. Scratchy Nuggets asks something that I guess could translate and transition us into some of that housekeeping that I wanted to talk about. Uh, I like it. Do you think you can put it on Apple Podcasts? Yes. So the process is underway to get it approved for Apple Podcasts. As soon as the RSS feed is live and everything like that, which 
again, I'm not really sure when that will happen. Hopefully by like episode five to episode 10, we'll have that operational. So you guys should be able to go on ahead and check it out on Apple Podcasts. I will try to figure out how to get it on Spotify. But in addition to that, I wanted to mention that it is already available on SoundCloud. So I will have a link in the description starting with this episode going forward. You can see episodes one, two, and three there. And if you want, you can obviously download those onto whatever device you're using and listen to the podcast on the go. That actually is going to be another variable that I need to go on ahead and consider is as we are doing the podcast, I always need to remember that even though it's a video podcast now as well, I need to make sure that if there are elements that are being covered that are visual only, I need to have a way to kind of transcribe that for you guys who are just listening. So that'll be something that, again, I'll need to get better at. But I'm just pointing out to you guys that there are things that I've noticed and things that I will do myself and make adjustments on. But if there is other stuff that you're seeing, like uh, one of you guys pointed out that I had been saying essentially a lot of times. And I was like, okay, that's an interesting point. And I wanted to go on ahead and check that out. And uh, when I went back to listen to episode one, I was like, yep, I did say every time that I transitioned from topic to topic, I did use essentially as kind of my, I guess, transition and reward. So that'll be, again, one of those crutch words that I need to work on. I'll never get it perfect. That's not the point of this is not to seek perfection. It's just to try to get better at communicating and being more effective as as to how I communicate. Another thing I wanted to address, because a couple people messaged me on, uh, I think it was on Instagram, but it was on my Blitzwinger account, oddly enough, who said to me, hey, dude, what's the point of being like pretentious and trying to communicate in some fancy way and use words that are way too elaborate and so on and so forth? That's not what I said that I want to accomplish. I said that People who communicate that way, to me, it's almost like a superpower. And I think that it's really uh, cool when you can communicate your ideas very well. But what I want to is I want to always maintain my language to be clear, concise. But at the same time, I never want to speak in such an extravagant way where anyone, where not everyone, sorry, I should say, can understand. So let me backtrack that a little bit because that was confusing. I want to make sure that I don't talk like a politician or a guy that's trying to sell you ETFs or index funds or some or a lawyer. I want to try to make sure that I communicate clearly without using words that are not accessible to the average person and their lexicon. But at the same time, I want to make sure that I am effective in how I communicate using regular English, so to speak. Does that make sense? So hopefully that's a little bit more of a accurate statement as to what I was trying to accomplish. Uh, Jake, the robo nerd says, I like how you're very nice and respectful to your viewers. And I respect that too. Thank you, man. I try to respect your guys' attention spans, your time and everything. Uh, that's why I am trying to go on ahead and hear you guys in any and all criticism that you provide for the podcast, because I respect your guys' opinion as the audience, and what I need to do is, I that's why I'm trying to put out as many podcasts as I can quickly. I know that a lot of people suggest like, hey, stick to one a week, and so on and so forth. To me, I need to try to get as many of them under my belt as I can, so that then you guys can give me criticism and give me feedback so that I could tweak the product and then ship it out again, and then tweak it again, and then ship it out again. So that's really the structure that works for me. And I know that that's not something that works for everybody. Like if you're a perfectionist in your personality, that would probably drive you nuts because you're always going to notice little things about the product that you need to tweak before you put it out into the world. But to me, I'd rather just put it out. Okay, let me hear what people are saying. Now for the next one. Okay, got it. Let me try to adjust. 
and so on and so forth. So it'll constantly tweak, it'll constantly change because again, your guys' likes and what you guys perceive as a good product will change. So again, I'll be focused on you and as to what you specifically want to hear, see, and so on and so forth. Of course, balanced with some of the elements of uh, what I like to do because, uh, again, as much as I'm trying to make a product for you, I need to make sure that a part of it is, obviously, it has my personality and my fingertips on it so that, hey, it has my um, style, I guess, delivered to it. So that was another thing. Um, now, there was a, quite a few of you guys in the comments who actually asked me to go on ahead and interview certain people. Keep that up. I'm not going to address them in the comments or in the videos, but I want you guys to keep that up. Like, if there's specific people that you think would be really cool for me to interview, let me know. I'm going to be reaching out to tons and tons of people, and there's a lot of really cool people coming on the podcast over the next five to ten episodes so i hope you guys will be checking them out but i will always be paying attention to the comments to see whom else you would like to see uh, on the podcast now uh the other thing i wanted to go on ahead and address okay interesting name i didn't realize that was your name uh, adult virgin says this podcast is perfect for me i started watching the blitzwinger channel a few years ago but as i matured i've drifted from the channel a bit due to the sometimes childish nature of the games that you played however i will always go back from time to time to watch the videos because i like you and your personality this podcast is a more mature type of video where i still have access to my favorite personality on youtube which is ideal and i look forward to more videos well first of all dude that is a huge compliment thank you so very much for that and that really was the point of doing this because i really have always wanted to show like a, a different side of my personality and everything like that but due to the limitations of the Blitzwinger channel, I never really got to explore that side or I guess not explore it publicly in terms of like, hey, here's my opinions on certain things and here's the opinions of other people on certain things. So that was the reasoning uh, behind starting this entire thing. And I am super duper duper excited and anxious a little bit, I guess. But at the same time, I am more so excited than anxious to get on the road with this project and try to execute at the highest possible level again and again and again uh, for your guys' enjoyment. But again, I need you guys to come along on this ride as well. Uh, and if there is anybody like in your life who you think could benefit from listening to the podcast or anything like that, please, please go on ahead and share it with your family, your friends, so on and so forth. It would be very highly appreciated. I'm not trying to scale this thing very quickly or anything like that, but the only reason why I want more people to put their ear holes and their eyes on this thing is so that I can get more feedback because the more people watch it, the more people are likely to go on ahead and let me know, hey, I really like this, I don't like that, or I don't like anything at all, or I like this aspect. So that is exactly what I want. So that's why I'm asking you guys to go on ahead and share the podcast. So there was one question from Zim uh, that was really cool as to my name because a lot of people know that previously I went by Max Pavlinov and... He was asked, he or she was asking me, uh, hey, so is your last name actually Kopnik or did you choose to or did you choose to use that because of how it flows? And um, there's a really cool story to this. So essentially, my uh, Kopnik is actually my great grandfather. Great. Wait, how many times do I need to go? Yeah, great grandfather's last name. And he had to change it at the time because he was Jewish in Ukraine at the time of Stalin. And, of course, if you know World War II and 
not to get too somber or anything like that, um, you obviously know um, how at that time uh, the Jewish people were treated. And he essentially had to go on ahead and change his name. So he changed his name, his last name at the time. And I have always felt like someone in my family line should have brought that name back. Like I felt like it was not strange or bad for anyone that they didn't do it. I just felt like it was very unjust that it had to be like buried, I guess, that name. And then in addition to that, I always felt like it would almost be like doing honor to my great grandfather to for me to be the one to bring it back and then try to um in some way like i've never met him but all the stories that my grandpa tells me about him and um just how much of a great man he was and what a great person he was and how much he accomplished i always found that inspirational that that was something that was in my family tree and therefore i felt like it would be appropriate for me to be the one to bring it back. Plus, the Pavlinov last name is my father's last name, but I don't have any relation with my father since I was like four. So I don't really, I always felt like, why would I need to be using this last name when it doesn't have any personal value to me where I could go on ahead and take the Kopnik name and try to bring it back to some sort of a, um, notoriety level and just to bring it back essentially from the dead, so to speak. Uh, and, um, that was the story. I've always wanted to do it. And I kept kind of hesitating cause I was like, okay, how do I do this? Well, should I do this? Blah, 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 blah. Cause it's, it, it it's a great story, but at the same time, I always felt like, okay, well, is this going to be understood by people? And then I realized like, Hey, listen, I'm not doing this for people. I couldn't care less what anybody thinks about me making this change. It's for me personally. And for, it's something that I've wanted to do since I was very little, uh, all the way until I was 25. So when I turned 25, I finally did it because I felt like, okay, this is going to be a new chapter. And I adapted that name. So I legally changed my name to Kopnik. And that is the story. So you are not incorrect that my last name was different before this, but the story behind it has now been told. So with that all in mind, now that we've covered uh, all that feedback and future episodes are not going to nearly cover this much feedback because we're about, what, 20 minutes, uh, roughly 20 minutes in uh, to just feedback stuff from the previous episodes. But I will definitely be still addressing certain questions. Keep in mind, guys, that I really, really would love the comments to be something more in the style of certain requests that you have for the podcast, like, hey, maybe there's a query that you have, maybe something you're struggling with in your personal life that you'd be like, hey, I'd be interested. And you could keep in your comments, say, hey, I'd like to remain anonymous, or you can send your comments over to themaxkopnik at gmail.com, and you can go on ahead and message me a specific question, like, hey, I am starting school, and I am having a tough time with deciding this or that or the other. I really want to make sure that the comments are going to have value to people outside of just a one-on-one -on -one basis. And so that that's why I'm going to be very selective with what I use as feedback for future episodes. So keep that in mind and please send in some good comments, whether it be in the comment section, Instagram, uh, open a Twitter account as well for Max Kopnik. And, um, you can also go on ahead. I think SoundCloud has a comment section as well. So you can use that. I'll be trying to check all of them. Ideally, though, try to stick to YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Those are going to be the ones that I moderate very, very heavily and look through on an active basis. 
So please use those primarily. If you don't want to, you can use the email and let me know that you want to remain anonymous so that I don't name you or even use your username or whatever it might be. So if you want to keep it private that way, you can do that as well. Now, the point of the podcast and the entire, I guess, um, episode today is the most important thing that you need to be doing um, in order to have a successful channel or to be a successful influencer in my opinion. Now, again, this is something that obviously will differ from person to person, but to me, I've always told people the most important thing you need to do is be consistent. I feel like there's tons of people, like we could take people uh, at a similar talent level, and I think I've said this before, where essentially if we put them to a race, right, and one works at a more consistent pace, or heck, you could even have somebody who's a little bit more talented, let's say to an extent, but this person is constantly putting out work, whereas this person will put out work like every month or every six months, or they'll put out work for every month for six months, but then they're gone. The game of social media and influencers and YouTubers and Instagrammers and everything is to be active. You need to constantly remind people that you're there. Of course, that I I know a lot of people are going to say, well, what about people who do like animation or art or things like that? Well, if you're doing animation, you need to figure out how to supplement your content outside of those awesome pieces of content that really bring in the audience. So whether those be like little Q&As or little tutoring or tutorials or just some other elements that are far easier to produce that you can do in between your large projects. If you don't do that, I feel like it's a lot more difficult to remain relevant. Is it fair? Is it not fair that the algorithm favors those things, that the algorithm really wants you to post often and so on and so forth? It's not about being fair or unfair. That's not how the real world exists. It's about how it is. And then you just need to figure out how to play that game, right? So that's why I would say that If you're an artist or if you're someone who produces something that takes a much longer production cycle, meaning it takes just longer to make, like it's not something like this, right? Where I've got the lights set up, I got the camera set up and I'm pretty much good to go. Mic set up and so on and so forth. But for the most part, there's very little setting up. And on the back end, I'll need to obviously adjust the audio a little bit, do some tiny little tweaking. But for the most part, there's going to be very minimal amount of work that I need to put even on the back end. It's a very simple process to produce this podcast. But if you're doing something very complex, like an animation, or if you're doing like a fan film where it's got costumes and lots of that, or uh, even a stop motion, like those take insane, insane amounts of time. So what you need to figure out is how do I stay consistent But I don't have to just produce that type of content. You could say, hey, I will be consistent with the large projects coming out once a month, right? So you commit yourself to 12 of them coming out on, let's say, the last Friday of every month, there's going to be a brand new animation, right? So you guarantee that to your audience. But then in between those animations, you go on ahead and you post tutorials, you post vlogs, you post Q&As, you post... uh, funny little maybe uh, trailers for that piece of content. But the point is you need to remain consistent because I think that as soon, like the biggest thing I've seen personally with people who try this, because I've had tons and tons of friends and other people who I know, colleagues, just people who randomly will get into conversation with me. And what happens is this. They ask me, hey, Max, how do I do this? Blah, 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 blah. I give them like, you know, uh, what I would say, maybe like a 20 minute spiel of like, hey, here's the fundamentals, go. 
and they're really excited. They go out and they start and they go after it for a month, two months maximum. And then one of two things happens. One, they burn out uh, because they have been going too hardcore at it to the point where they're like, hey, I'm going to make a video every day or I'm going to make four videos every single day. And they make content, they make content, they make content. But what happens is they burn themselves out and then they go like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to not make content for six months now. And that's a terrible, terrible idea. That's why I tell people, like, even if you have that, like, excitement to make the content, go make it, right? But then go on ahead and after you've made all that content, don't post it all right away. At least, like, batch split it up and go, okay, well, I'm going to post every Monday. There's going to be a new video. Every Wednesday, there's going to be a new video. And every Friday, there's going to be a new video. And then split it up that way. That way, even if you did burn out, you're giving yourself a buffer time because you can use a feature called scheduling on YouTube where essentially you upload a video, but you don't make it public right away. You schedule it to go live at a different or a future date. And it's a feature that everyone or mostly everyone uses on YouTube. And essentially what you would do is you could kind of prepare a backlog of content, right? So you upload 10 videos to your channel, schedule them out on uh, whatever it might be, let's say 30 day uh, ahead uh, type schedule. And then you go on ahead and just work on new stuff for that next 30 days because you know that your content for those upcoming 30 days is done. So you know that now you're working for whatever is coming after all this. Now, of course, it's not a perfect strategy because ideally when you're starting out, you do want to do stuff like I'm doing with this podcast. You want to post and then get feedback so that before you start producing the next piece of content, you've already acquired feedback that will try to allow you to tweak that next piece of content to be a little bit different, a little bit whatever it is, funnier or more lighthearted, less informational, more informational, whatever it might be. But you have time to pivot. Whereas if you produce too far in advance, then obviously the pivoting element is going to be far more delayed. The point is, because I know a lot of people are going to ask like, okay, well then what's the answer here? Because I think what people are looking to all the time, whenever they ask anyone really about content creation is like, Hey, tell me what time should I post on? What day should I post on? Uh, what should I title my video? And what should be the thumb? Like you, you want the super duper specifics that honestly are impossible to say, because I think that that nuance is so different from person to person. Because for example, if you are a channel that has, even if you're a channel that is based in the US, let's say, right? But you have a huge following in Japan, or you have a huge following in Brazil, or you have a huge following in another country that is from a different time zone. You're getting what I'm going for here? Essentially, you need to account for that as your main audience. So then your time of posting is obviously going to be different than my time of posting. Because like for me, most of my audience is from the US. So because of that, I operate on US time zones, right? That's where I'll be posting is the times when people are already awake, which is usually after 9am. And then before they go to bed, which will be 10pm. So within that time frame, that's when I want to be posting. Now, for me, you can obviously get it into more specificities because a lot of the content on the Blitzwinger channel is obviously family friendly and therefore the target audience is younger. What does that mean? Well, it means that in the first half of the day, they are probably in school, right? So therefore I need to account for that and post after that. So it will get more and more nuanced depending on 
what content you're producing, who is your audience. And I know some people are going to say, well, my audience is everybody. That's a terrible idea, especially when you're just starting out. You want to do the opposite, start very niche. And then after that, you can refocus and start doing other content and bring in different audiences to kind of create a larger overall pool of people that are watching your content. But initially start with some type of a focus. Um, if you speak, let's say, another language outside of English, that might be your differentiation strategy, right? If you speak uh, Portuguese, then start your videos maybe in Portuguese. And then at any point in time, you can always add the English aspect into it. But you can go on ahead and use that Portuguese component to be like, hey, I'm going to have some unique perspective of where, hey, here is what it's like to, I don't know, live in Canada, uh, but you voice over and you make all your videos in Portuguese. So then your videos have a different audience, but cater to them, right? So obviously I would say start niche, then diversify afterwards, and you'll be able to get an audience that way and it'll probably be a lot easier to scale that way over time instead of being like, I'm just going to make videos for everybody because that is a very difficult thing to pull off. Now, um, some of those other specifics that people ask for. So that kind of addresses time, day, all of that. Uh, thumbnails. Thumbnails are huge. I would probably say that uh, for me personally, titles and thumbnails is the most important thing. I know a lot of people make the argument that tags are really, really important. I think recently even the folks from YouTube has spoken to the fact that tags are not nearly as important as people think they are. So I would say the most important aspect of your video posting on YouTube specifically is to use a great title and a really great thumbnail. So when I say that, you might think to yourself like, well, what the heck does that mean? And what like that doesn't really help me. So what you do is this. You go on ahead and you think to yourself, hey, I'm going to make makeup tutorials, right? So you type in makeup tutorial on YouTube, right? And then you would go on ahead and sort by day. So like post it uh, so that it's posted somewhat recently and additionally sorted by view count. And what is that going to give you? It's going to give you what is popular right now. So when you do that, you'll have a clear summary of all the videos that are currently doing well in that category that are coming up as a result of that particular style of video and you'll look at their thumbnails and you're gonna to start to try to pick up on patterns. And the more specific you get, the better of a thumbnail you can develop. So you're gonna look through them and go like, okay, well, are people posting pictures of themselves on there? Yes or no? You will adjust that. Uh, are they doing like a little highlight around themselves? Cause that's a popular thing. Okay, so I'm gonna to need to learn how to use Photoshop and use how, uh, learn how to create a stroke around your or, uh, silhouettes or create a shadowed effect and so on and so forth around you so that you would kind of stand out against a, most likely like a blurry background. Then you go on ahead and look at stuff like colors. Hey, what kind of colors are they using? Is it mostly dull colors or are they very vibrant and colorful? Um, or do they have a lot of colors or is it just a certain pattern of colors? Like, hey, there's a lot of green on the screen right now or there's a lot of red or there's a lot of pink or blue. And as you do that, you're going to create a list that kind of allows you to make a good thumbnail based on that. You look at the font. Hey, what kind of font? Is it big? Is there a font? Is there nothing written on the thumbnails? And so on and so forth. And then what you do is what's known to an extent, I guess, like A and B testing, where 
you can always create at the beginning two thumbnails, right? One maybe that has certain colors, then another one has a different variation of colors. One maybe has a picture of you in it, the other one doesn't. And then just go on ahead and send that out to your friends and family and be like, hey, which one of these looks better or which one would you click? And just see the response. And as they give you that response, you're gonna be able to go on ahead and be like, okay, well, I'm gonna try this thumbnail and upload that video and see the response. Are people reacting well or not well and so on and so forth. So. I really do think thumbnails is almost like a whole art in it of itself and a whole science in it of itself. But it really, in my opinion, that is a pretty effective way of going about finding what a good thumbnail is, seeing what the market already accepts, right? Like you go and you look, hey, what do people like? What kind of titles do people like? Should they be very like, hey, this is how you paint your nails? Or should it be more like, oh my gosh, nails like chainsaws or something crazy like that? It's probably the second one just because that's what people click. So then, hey, that's the structure that I have to follow if I want to get that initial following. So you need to go on ahead and realize that at the beginning, the best thing you can do is just look for people who are already successful and look for the clues that they have left behind. Follow those clues and don't copy them. Like don't do an exact same thumbnail, but you can go on ahead and look at to, okay, well, what structure is their thumbnail and how can I do something similar or hey what is uh like I'm noticing that all of these top 10 videos all have red font on them so what does that mean well that means that you probably should also be using red font and so on and so forth that's kind of the idea behind that specificity I guess so uh back to the consistency point because I feel like I addressed those other elements pretty well Essentially, what I always tell people, get consistent. Uh, the best thing that can help you with consistency, at least for me, is really writing things down. And I know people don't really like to write things down anymore, like on pen, using pen and paper or pencil or whatever. But to me, that really, really helps out a ton. So you write out your schedule, like you actually take a pen and then you write like, hey, Monday, whatever date, you'll put a date and then 2018 or 19 or whatever year you're starting on. And you're going to put a checkbox next to it and say, this is the date that I have to upload video titled blah, 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 blah. And that gives you a, a target. And there's nothing more satisfying than hitting that check mark box when you know that you're done. And then you're going to do the same thing for whatever schedule you can follow. So if let's say you're going to school and you're working and so on and so forth, and you can't, you don't have the time to produce a video every day. Do you have the time to produce one video every week? No? Okay. Then one video every two weeks, whatever is that schedule that you can at least maintain consistently every single week or every single day or every single, whatever time frame you select, that's what you should go on ahead and stick to. And as you do that, I think you're going to be able to slowly but surely, first of all, almost teach your audience that, hey, these are the days that I'm posting. So they should come to your channel expecting a video on these days. And then afterwards, you can go on ahead and also add to that slowly but surely because you've already proven to yourself and to your audience that you can do something consistent. Like take at least six months, like take half a year and follow that consistent pattern of uploading, whatever it is, once a week, twice a week, three times a week, every day of the week, if you can, I don't suggest it because I think that's going to really overwhelm most people. So I would say, figure out that schedule, follow it and prove to yourself and to the viewers who are watching your stuff for six months that 
you can do that. Once you've done that, that's when you should consider like, okay, well, I've done the one video a week for six months. I'm going to go on ahead and start doing two videos a week. And don't make it a huge jump from like, hey, I'm going to go from one video a week to three videos a day. That's too much of a jump. Like that leap is too ginormous. So be reasonable and operate with what fits your schedule because you have to remember that considering it's something that is not going to be profitable or make any money most likely in your first six to 12 months or maybe even longer than that, right? Like it's going to take you time before you make any type of a financial incentive or create a financial incentive for yourself to continue making this content. So because of that, you need to be self-motivated and you need to be motivated just by the idea of creating the content. And because of that, I think it's important to not be overwhelmed with a crazy unrealistic schedule. So that's what I would say about that. Um, I want to go on ahead and probably do a couple more podcasts with specific advice, like stuff for posts, stuff for thumbnails and so on and so forth, even more uh, specific than this. And I'm working on like writing out the schedule. Like I have episode five and episode seven dedicated to some of those things. So that is stuff that is all coming down the line and I'll be working on that and uh, discussing more of those types of things with you guys over the next little while. Now, in addition to that, I wanted to go on ahead and talk about, I guess, two things and that is the format of this podcast um, and then all the, I guess, odd versus even numbers of the podcast. So all of the odd numbers on the podcast are all going to be solo, meaning that I'm going to do all of those episodes by myself. So episode one, three, five, seven, nine, and so on and so forth uh, down the line, they're all going to be by myself. The even uh, numbered podcasts are all going to be interviews. So I'm going to try to line up different people that I want to have on the podcast and interview and try to bring you guys value, whether it be influencers, but then I've also honestly wanted to talk to a few other folks who are successful or just make a living in other career paths, because I think it would be really interesting to bring a little bit of awareness and almost like, I don't want to say make it cool, but I feel like a lot of times, especially nowadays, if you talk to a lot of people, a lot of young people, especially, it's like, hey, what do you want to be? Oh, I'm going to be an influencer or, hey, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to be a, a rapper or, hey, what are you going to do? I'm going to play video. Like it has become so incredibly popular now, which is not a bad thing. Of course, I'm not trying to harp on that, but I feel like it would be interesting to talk to people who have more traditional or normal jobs, whatever that means. And talk to them as to how they got to that point and how, what would they advise people who maybe are interested in this as a career path, whatever that traditional job is like engineer or a plumber or a carpenter or, a, you know, insert uh, whatever trade you want to go on ahead and place there. So I want to go on ahead and get some folks like that interviewed on the podcast as well. So you can expect those types of people on future episodes as well. But um, the other thing I wanted to mention is um, the posts or like I said before, hey, stick to a, something that you can keep up with. Right now, I am doing very well with the recording the podcast and I know that I technically just gave advice that to an extent I'm not following, but it's also because I've already done videos for a long time. So I kind of know how long it takes me to produce and whether or not I can fit my schedule. But for me, I want to try to get 10 episodes out in no specific uploading order. 
And once I get those 10 episodes out to you guys, I feel like that is a good enough sample size to where I can really start to take this thing a certain direction as far as like how I structure it, um, what style the podcast will be, um, what focus will it have and so on and so forth. And then from there on, I will go to a weekly schedule as well. So you will see once a week, a brand new episode and whether that be an interview or a solo episode and we will proceed from there. So that is the current idea. That's the current plan. I'm, I've already, at this point, once I have this done, I already have episode four in the can. I have uh, episode six in the can as well because I've already pre-recorded those interviews ahead of time. So all of that is done. So I'm definitely quite far ahead on the schedule, but that's what I said before. If you want to have an aggressive uploading uh, pace or an uploading schedule, you need to be aggressively ahead uh, of that schedule so that you are keeping up with it. So that's what I've been trying to do uh, myself. So all that being said, thank you guys so very much for listening uh, for this uh, particular episode or this week's episode. Don't forget, guys, you can always follow me on uh, all the other social media avenues, whether that be Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. It's all at Max Kopnik. So just a little at sign uh, and then M-A-X-K-A-P-N-I-K. Thank you guys so, so very much for doing so. We've been already getting a pretty decent amount of you guys uh, to follow me. So that is definitely quite awesome. Again, if you have questions or interesting uh, queries that I could go on ahead and answer on the next solo episode, you can do that in the description down below. So you can go on ahead and submit some type of question that you think I could give you some value with. I would love to answer it and I would love to have that as a discussion that will not only give you value, whoever is asking, but also hopefully a few of the listeners. And that's kind of going to be my biggest criteria for choosing a question is how much does this question, like how specific is this question to just this one person's circumstance? Or would I be able to answer it in such a way where it will give value to multiple people at once? So that's really how I'm going to be picking and choosing the question. So I guess just to give you a little bit of guidance on how you should probably ask or maybe phrase your question uh, is to keep that in mind. If you want to remain anonymous, you can go on ahead and send your questions to my Gmail. So it's themaxkopnik at gmail.com and I will go on ahead and respond to your questions there. Thank you guys for watching. I will hopefully uh, catch you guys here for the next episode. I was going to say next week, but I guess that's not going to be next week. Uh, probably within the next day or two, you should see the Ghost Robo interview, which was awesome. I'm really, really, really proud of that episode. And uh, then in the next few days, you can expect a couple of other cool surprises. Thanks all for watching, guys. I'll catch you all here next time. Peace out. See you later. Alligators. Bye-bye, everyone.